This is the B-Sides. Keep it, keep it going. Keep it going, keep it going. So no, this, this is the bonus, yeah, the bonus episode for the Whiskey Hue, you know, where we just dive deep into hot topics, what's going on in the world, um, what's, you know, what, what we're thinking about, what we're talking about that we didn't have enough time to dive deep into on other earlier episodes this week. Um, so I'm glad you're able to join us and listen to us on the so we're going to jump into the NBA, right? And there's a couple angles we're going to hit on this, and they're going to be highbrow for the most part. The bubble. <laughs> the bubble, right? So I'm worried about this bubble. So I'm, I'm looking at it, right? So they announced the players are going to stay in, I think, around three hotels at Disney, right? Which is great. The Floridian, it goes by seating. Exactly, exactly, right? So I'm I'm – all on par. I know I'm not worried about the, you know, the players, the NBA. I think Disney and the NBA are going to keep it clean, safe. I'm worried about Kendall Jenner, man. I'm worried about Kendall Jenner. Because she's dating half the dudes in the NBA, right? Oh, she, man. So cold. So cold. She gets in that bubble. How's she supposed to decide which hotel I'm going to be at? Damn. Done. Listen. I would say the same thing earlier. I was just like, um, so you're going to put, you're going to put 22, oh, 22 teams. 15, 15 players on each team and a and an exclusive lockdown area for two months. Oh, my ass. Oh. Okay, I'm 24 and I got money and I'm by myself and I'm single. Oh, hell no. <laughs> COVID's the least of your worries, man. That's all I'm going to tell you. I think Kendall's going to – she's going to go down the seating list. Like, okay, you're on the first-rated team. I'm going to hit that hotel first. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want to see – I want to see – I want to see the – um hotel occupancy outside of oh, uh, outside yeah. of the area. So yep. who's going on? Who's up in that? <laughs> hey, hey, look at you. You've been a detective. That's Miami CSI skills right there. Yeah, I want to see how many Instagram models happen to be t- t- start taking pictures. Yeah, of them. <laughs> hey, hey, I, you, you, you're getting the all-star girl material. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's going to be an underground tunnel and everything. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm pretty sure the NBA knows. I'm pretty sure the NBA knows. They have. Know that. Yeah. They, know they got exceptions. They got like, all right, this is what this is going to be secret entrance away from the media. LeBron's got like 15 oh, wow. tunnels to his room, man. Oh. This, this whole thing's set up for LeBron right now, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's going to, the only team that's strong enough to like give him a bump is the Clippers. So no one else, I mean, the East looks kind of, you know, I know. You know, and I'm giving your guy a prop. I'm giving you guy props. And, I, you know, I'm also going to say this. I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going <laughs> to. I mean, you know, he's hurting. Last dance came. Last dance. He's like, no, man, they're talking about him too much. God damn yeah, it. Yeah, go out there and win, going. That, win that championship. But we Listen, should talk about. I would say, 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 say LeBron gets the gets the, the man of the year award on a on a yearly basis for the past, what, 17 years? <laughs> this, this man is like, he's just like, I, I've been talking. Sh- I've been telling there's social justice issues before it was popular. Right, okay? right, and, right. Yeah. And, and you know what? I built a school for people who were like me. Yeah, and that's great. Know, listen, I, I, give it, I give it to LeBron and he proves it on the court, even he's though the school it. might not think. No, I think, hey, come on, man. He's just dope. You guys, it's just all the LeBron. It's never the Jordan guys. It's always the LeBron guy saying he's better than Jordan. I'm like, man, weren't we just having a drink, man? <laughs> at me. Hey, can I put out a funny? Let me let me say one funny thing, right? right so Anthony ahead. Anthony had a fight with himself on my Twitter on my on my phone one night. So I'm sitting there. It's 11 30, 12 at night. We're sitting. You, Anthony, you remember this two months ago? This is pre-COVID. This is I think. Twitter. So I'm working. So Alpa and I, so my wife and I, we're working, right? We're sitting in our living room, boom, we're on our computers. And then all of a sudden my phone just keeps lighting up, right? It's like midnight. 
And and it's like it's Anthony. He's like five six texting. I'm like oh god. So then after a while, so I'm like after a while, if someone comes at you, you got to just say some shit yeah, back. Oh, yeah. right? I'm not gonna sit down. <laughs> he's he's and he, he sent me an article. He's like LeBron. See, he's the goat. I'm like man, fuck it, just wait. All right, <laughs> last dance is coming out. You sit down, right? But then he kept going. And the funny thing is, I'm just uh, so after like one response to his 18, I put my phone down and my phone keeps buzzing. I was like, who's who's like who's texting you? I'm like. I don't know. It must be, oh, still Anthony, right? So I put it back down. <laughs> Half hour later, still going at it. I'm like, dude, he's having a fight with himself on my phone. <laughs> what the hell? So I was like, well, <laughs> I'm done with Anthony. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, I, I remember you were, you, I, it was like the first time in, in our text. I didn't even say anything. Like, the first time I, I know I was a fool pissed. I was just like, this motherfucker's actually pissed. I'm like, oh no, that was the second time. So let, let me give you the first one then. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. Hey, you know, I should throw this out there now that we're going down the sports tangent and we're wasting time. So I remember right after the NFC Championship, right? So I'm a Chicago Bears fan. I don't like the Packers. And the 49ers were whooping their ass. So I'm like amping his team up. I'm like, man, these guys are going to go to the Super Bowl. Anthony, you ready? They're going to, they're beating the hell out of Aaron Rodgers because I loved it. I was loving it. After I gave him love for like four hours straight, he's like, Chicago Bears suck. I'm like, you know what? Hell with this cat. Hell with this cat. So then I was like, you know, I'm going to let him know what's really going to happen to the Super Bowl. It's going to be tight up until the half. You remember this, right? You remember I said this? I, I'm, I'm a man. Of, I'm a nice dude. I don't rip on people's teams when they're down. Unless they're the Packers. Right? <laughs> I'll rip on them all day. <laughs> you remember this? Always down, man. Oh, damn. He took another shot. After I amped up his team, you got Jim, you got pretty Jimmy running your team who's from Chicago. So I was like, I'm all about the 49ers. I'm, I'm hoping they go. And then he's pretty like, hey, Jimmy. man. Then he shits on my team. I'm like, you know what? Man, I'm sitting here amping you up. So I'm like, this is going to happen in the football. It's going to be tight. Until the half, you, actually, the 49ers will probably get ahead. They're going to be whooping their ass. And then Patrick Mahomes is going to happen in the second half. What happened? What happened? 31-10. 31-10. Listen, I, I, I didn't disagree with you either. because I, I just be nice. You should just be nice, man. I'm a nice dude, man. I don't shit on you. If you were a Packers fan, it'd be different. But you're not. So. <laughs> hold on. Hold on, hold on. I, I, wanna, I kind of wanted to jump on this on the sports side because we, you know, you know, being people of color, we don't really talk about this one sport. Okay. Major League Baseball. <laughs> I, <man. laughs> I, I like that. That old, that old thing. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like it's like you know the arguments that are going back and forth. It's 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 a strict. It's, sad. it's a it's sad. It's like the art. It's sad. Like because the more they go at it, they're losing the money. But what what they I don't think they really see is that. There's a portion of America, you know, again, I don't have the numbers that really don't give a shit. If they see baseball or they don't. Yeah. Or they, or they have, I, yeah. there, I, 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 w- I would say there's a lot there, you know, if, if you're not even, I'm not, I wouldn't even generalize to say white America because it's not even just white America. It's a, it's an age range of white America that's just like, Oh man, yeah. I wish I, you know, and then when you, with the idea that you have NBA, you know, NHL football starting up all around the same time. No one, no one's going to like, Oh, right. Wow. Damn shame. We don't have major league baseball. Major league baseball needs to get it together and go, we're losing share left and right. Yeah. And, and and there's, there's a portion of the country that doesn't give a damn. When they just started getting it right with a regional network play, right? They just started following. So I'm going to say, I'll 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 give you two notes on that then. So NBA, NFL, if they launch and MLB doesn't done, that's bad. First, second thing, what was that team that got caught video like uh, Houston Astros? Yeah, So I think the MLB would have had some heightened attention this year because people want to root against them. They want to see, hey, they're the bad dog. They're like the Pistons bad guys. They're like the Lakers. They're like the Bulls that kept winning. Then now the Cleveland Cavaliers kept winning. So they became that team. 
And then people are going to be in the, it's going to be some, they missed an opportunity, man. This is bad like, for them. It's yeah. Like the greatest opportunity for them to kind of like, all right, you know, that we're, we are the true American game and we're, we're going to settle our differences to make sure we're playing out here, but they're fighting back and forth. And there's demographics of America who does, who don't care if they, if they're on or not. Cause I can tell you this. I grew up in the nineties loving baseball. Okay. And, and, That's that and, one third. <laughs> I loved watching baseball until like the you know late nineties when you know what's the steroids that I had I had a problem with? It was the fact that how the media was covering it. Like, you know, it was like, Sosa. Like, Sosa and what's his name? McGuire, right? Sosa McGuire and Bonds. Yeah. To me it was like good for Barry for for Sosa McGuire, bad for Barry Bonds. Right. So it yeah. was like, like uh, this is turning me off. F baseball. I don't want. I, you know, I, I don't care because they didn't. They didn't really do a job. They didn't care. I feel like they didn't care enough that they were losing demographics. Yeah. And the share, as long as they kept the way they the way they kept doing business, as long as it stayed the same way, they kept, that was it for them. They were so fine. that's a legacy franchise. That's a legacy league. So can you imagine? So basketball is fast paced. Kids get into that. They love it, right? I'm saying like if these sports launch today, football. Who knows all the health issues, concerns? It may have some trouble. That's my sport. That's my go-to sport because I only have to dedicate sixteen. You know, I only can get away with so much when you got kids and everything. <laughs> the wife, she's like, "You want to show?" So you know, it's sixteen games versus eighty-two. So I only watch playoffs in basketball. First yeah. of all, and that's really all I can. You know, and then and then that's only when we're working. And then Anthony's fighting with me on my phone with himself, you know, <laughs> at night. But, <laughs> but it's like, so NFL is a dope sport. I love it because it's a chess match. Basketball's fast. It's dope. Baseball, if it launched as a brand new sport today, I don't think it would die. I don't think it would no, make it. In today's world, the catch is what we talked about in previous conversations where we just chatted over whiskey most of the time. And is, <laughs> is that today's world and, and, and a generation is all about the highlight reel. Right. Yep. And you can you, you can thank Sports Center for that. And but now with all the other apps, if you don't if you can't put together a five second or five to ten second highlight, then you might not gain a certain audience. Right. Basketball has it. Football. You can do it in football. You can do it in NHL. You can't. It's hard to do that with baseball. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about a three and a half hour game and you get two, slow, high, two highlights out of the whole game. You're in yeah. trouble. So. So thinking about that from a business perspective is like, <laughs> how are we going to compete all these sports on at the same time? You got basketball unprecedented; it never been on during yeah. the summer. During the summer, going into the fall, you got you got football. Football is going to be kicking off, so they're always going to be at the top. I'm signing up to ESPN Plus, okay. right? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be at the top. Um, you're even going to have soccer going on at the same time. All those leagues um, overseas as well, so. Premier League um, so all this is going to be going on right now so baseball definitely is in trouble uh, but you know the thing that I do feel that they may have a chance if they can get it right they can dense the amount of games that they can play in mm-hmm. I think that would make it exciting to see because you know 100 what 82 games in baseball no one cares about that I mean but you think about like the, the race to the finish of the last 30 games um, that's when people get excited where every game counts so they may have a, a uh, a, a chance that way, but advertisers are going to have a lot of money to spend. Sponsors are going to have a lot of money to spend because they've gone four or five months without spending yeah. any money. So the leagues are going to, they're going to make all that money back that they lost out on. Um, the only problem is, 
will they uh, be able to compete for the right eyeballs that are going into place? Because marketers, we want to see eyeballs and, you know, you're going down that list. It's going to be in trouble if you don't have the eyeballs there. We should, we should bring the highbrow portion of this into the conversation going off the Kyrie Irving and Avery Bradley, right? What they're trying to do. And I yep. think it's dope because it's going to force the hand because they have an opportunity now because everyone's listening and everyone's trying to do the right thing. And I think it's beyond just optics for some of these cats. So the NBA is like, Hey, you're built on. So what did Kyrie say this? Or Avery say that? Hey, you're built on black bodies, right? Your entire league is. Didn't he say that? Yeah, he said that. Yeah. And it's true. And it's true. Right. So how are you? So you better you want us to put on these things. Hey, because the money has to get right for the league and for everyone. How about what we're going through on a regular basis? So let's and then it's going to flip into LeBron needs to get his ring. Right. So they're going to make his they're going to make these things. Every game is going to be a standout opportunity to fight the fight. Yeah. And that's kind of dope that Kyrie Irving got to give him respect. He started. I mean, he was one of the first or the highest profile guy on making a, making the point, right? Yeah. Dwight Howard, nobody cares what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what, and here's what the challenge is going to be with that is because Kyrie's not going to be in the bubble. Yeah. That's true. He's not, he's, he's not even playing. So they're not going to invite him there. Um, and you know, I kind of think the argument. Well, Avery and Dwight, though, they're there. Yeah, they'll be there. But I think the argument is a little bit flawed because I think this amplifies their voice. Um, you know, not everyone on social media that are following, People, they're fans, so they're 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 agree with the statements. But right. if you can get on ESPN, ABC, and and say these messages to the larger audience who normally wouldn't hear this, I think it's going to have a big impact. So you know, canceling the season, I don't think that's a great idea. I think amplifying yeah, no. voices. You know, if, if if players walked in with t-shirts every single game, you know, mm-hmm. I can't breathe. You know, having conversations, and you know, they ask LeBron about what do you think about going for your next ring. Well, you know. I'm just out here playing, but you know, more importantly, is the Black Lives Matter. Every every interview conversation, I think that have a much bigger impact. No, that's what I'm saying. I think they're getting the perfect balance of it now because they brought this up. Say, hey, you better make sure this is brought up every game, every opportunity. Yeah, yeah, okay. So when when they so they're, I I think people always got to remember when these things get canceled. When they talk about canceling, and again, Kyrie might be playing poker, like trying to pull, you know, trying to see what they, you know, just to get people to start talking more. But there is a business side of this where it's like there's television revenue money that's going to disappear. Yeah. That dwindles down, that trickles down to every player. I'm talking not the Kyrie guaranteed money player. I'm talking like the 14th man, 15th man on that bench yeah. who might, who's getting a league minimum, which is still a lot higher than the average American, a lot higher, but there's still money and, and they, they haven't had a paycheck. Right. They didn't yeah. have that money guaranteed since March. They haven't gone, had that paycheck there. So even if they balanced their budget perfectly, they were, they were balanced their budget to have a paychecks in April and May and maybe June. Right. Like, so you, you got to, and then there's that television contract money, all these other advertising contract money. The NBA teams were sitting there, how we're going to fulfill these advertising and the sponsorship agreements. All that stuff has to come into play. So when you start throwing out cancel the season, I don't know if you get you when you say that stuff. Are you thinking about all the NBA players? Mm-hmm. Are you just talking about LeBron, James Harden, you know Westbrook? Yeah, you know, you know yeah, yeah. You're about the tier one guys. <clears throat> you got to think about everybody who's on there. Who and, and even the team staff. You know the ball boys. These guys get paid because there's a league. There's a season going on, mm-hmm. and I think 
you gotta be cautious of how you start saying cancel seasons. Yeah. And then the other piece that I want to add on to that is that you know there's a force majeure in the cl- uh, in the contracts, which basically means that they can cancel the contracts or the collective bargaining agreement with the players and start over and renegotiate. And right now, NBA has a real favorable uh, from a player perspective uh, right. uh, agreement. So you know they're talking about canceling that. Now you're back at the table where, you ha- where you're losing your leverage. You yeah. pretty much, you know, had players who d- went without a paycheck for 10 months. You know, people are there. They're willing, they'll be willing to accept anything at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's that's crazy to think about, but very, uh, very interesting. the best of both worlds here right now. Him bringing this topic up and knowing that they're not going to cancel. He knew they weren't going to cancel it. And then just bring him saying, make sure you talk about this. And now people like LeBron have been dope around this narrative, right? So hopefully he leads the way continuously through this thing. Kyrie over there, load management, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to start saying stuff that that's positioning him perfectly, right? For whatever the next phase of his life is going to be post NBA, right? So, if he keeps on saying, like, you know, I believe in the the earth is flat, and then it just it bothers me to say, all right, dude, like, once this is all over, you know, I'm going to go, I don't know, dude, like, you got money. That's the reason why I'm talking to you. Right. But outside of that, I don't know what else is, you know, like he's just got to watch how he's positioning it. Yeah. He, Elon should have put his ass in that Tesla that's hanging out in space right now, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Take a look, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's something we're going to have to watch in the bubble. And before we head off, I want to talk about the market real fast. I know you got some nuggets that you've been uh, wanting to share. Um, yeah. Ap- Apple's at an all time high. Boom. Tesla's at an all time high. I think, uh, I think, um, Amazon is close to, if not at all time high. So, you know, the market's crazy right now, but everyone's saying there's a bubble. What do you think? There's a bubble, but here's the thing. America's gambling. <laughs> America's coming. They're doing some interesting things. So we hate this word unprecedented because we've heard it a billion times, times oh infinity God. times, but they're doing some unprecedented things, man. <laughs> so the reason I wanted to bring this up is because remember I told you about those office hours I've been having the special clip right now lately. A lot of them have been asking, what's going on with the market? And this is one new thing that just kind of happened. Is someone asked me about the bond market, right? So, which I'm not a big bond guy, but hey, we got to talk about this. The Fed this week said we will continue to buy unlimited corporate bonds. So what, is, what do you think that means? Just to put that blank statement out there. They're pretty much giving these corporates, corporations loans through the bonds to keep going at a low interest rate. And they're guaranteeing, they're guaranteeing the solvency of all these companies, right? So if companies really can't go bankrupt... That's that's essentially what they're saying. So they're putting a floor on the American economy, basically. So stocks just keep pumping up. Davy Day Trader from Barstools, we brought him up last week, two weeks ago. You know his, his army out there. You know all these cats are going to keep doing it. But here's the th- here's the problem with this. That's the one thing I want to just have everyone listen to. You're going to make some money in this clip. It's going to fall off at some point. The more money you pump into the market right now, however you are trying to sustain it and keep it up, that's going to stymie growth in the long run. It's the same thing. I bring it back to our VC world. You pump too much money up front into any company, put it on a global, on a, on a domestic scale in a, in a, in a government. It stymies growth in the long term because at some point that shit has to be repaid. You can't forgive all of it. A, B, there's less money to put into the growth once you're ready for that phase. That's all I want to put out there. All right. It's yeah. It's like a you know, if you're a CEO that can't win in this environment, you're a dumbass. You should be out. <laughs> I just say that too. If you're running a Fortune 500 company and you can't win with these odds, all these defensive tools in your toolkit, get out. <laughs> get out. 
American Airlines will be flying high. Carnival Cruises, baby. <laughs> Hertz, Hertz tried to do, didn't they try to release money, like a, a, an offering? Like, yeah. They, and, it got, and it got shut down? Yeah, they tried to drop it to $500 million, And then they were having a call with the SEC. SEC was having a call just talking about some blanket things. And the reporter at CNBC was like, what are your thoughts on this Hertz launching this? This bond is going to be worthless. They were like, you know, let's check into that. Yeah. Dude, that <laughs> and two hours later, it was an announcement. Yeah. You know, Hearst decided to call off their their bond listing. <laughs> so, like, I want to see, I want to see the movie that comes out after this exactly. show is all. Not you're not going to do that. <laughs> Some private equity groups going to come in and they're going to get the intrinsic value in all the cars in their fleet and maybe yeah. some other assets and offer like. 50% below that and hopefully capture that. Yeah, Somebody's going to buy them out, you know, boom, done. That's all I wanted to give you. I know we're going long. Boom. All right. All right. Quick, quick bonus episode. Uh, so, you know, this has been an episode of Whiskey Hill. Anthony, let us out with the, the B-sides. B-sides. The, B, the B-sides. The Whiskey Hill.com. All right. Peace.